What a fun piece. <laughs> it's like it's, the noises it makes. It's like sloshing and bloop bloop. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> Tastes like it's been smoked some weed through it. It's not a lot of water, so it's gonna get tasty real quick. Uh, let's probably just move this. Actually, we'll put this up front. We'll move these guys down here. And we can talk about how much has changed on the 14 millimeter RBRs over the years. Just gonna move a couple things here. Okay. And a quick sip of smoothie because I feel like I'm gonna die. Man, I have to put my glasses down for this one. I'm pretty sleepy. I know this. I took. I smoked this nice this morning. My wife and we both smoked, and we're like, "Fuck, we just got way too stoned." What just happened? Like it was. I don't know. Maybe that's what it is when you get a new pipe. You know, you just you take one, you smoke it once, and it just like hits you way differently because it's new. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 68 of the podcast. Today's gonna be a fun one. Uh, so if you've never seen this podcast before, real quick, what this is essentially an hour rant. My name's Evan. I'm the owner and glassblower at Bear Mountain Studios. Uh, what we talk about here is mostly glass stuff. We smoke, talk a little bit about life, and uh, yeah, actually, that's a little bit of everything. Um, <clears throat> but on today's episode, we're going to be looking at the original 14 millimeter RBR versus the 2021 14 millimeter RBR. Well, I guess these were Bell Recycler, so it was the 2015 14 mil versus the 2021 14 millimeter. See, as you can tell, I'm already stoned. It's going to be a mess. These are going down for now. Um, so, and then we're going to also look at the, uh, prototype flower bubbler here. I'm playing around with like simple bubbler design so I can offer like an affordable flower bubbler with all that function, but something that's a daily driver. And we'll get into this piece and talk about why I did certain things the way I did it and what I would change. Um, but before we get into all that, don't forget to sign up for our newsletter at bmsglass.com. Like I say, always, it's the best way to stay up to date with everything Bearmont Studios, drops, giveaways, etc. anything new we're doing. We send out an email um, notification to the people on that newsletter. So make sure you sign up for that. And uh, let me take another hit of flour here just to get this going because it's just going to be one of those episodes, guys. I can already feel it. But I hope you guys are having a great morning or day or night whenever you're listening. And um, appreciate you folks that support the What's Up Everybody podcast. And, uh, you know, pack your bowls, roll your joints, heat up your nail, whatever however way you like to smoke. And uh, let's get into it. I'm going to take my first sit here on this piece, though. Still getting used to it, playing with the water levels, seeing how I like it. Mm. Just wanted to make something like really simple and functional. I think I did it. All right, so like, <coughs> let's just talk about this piece first, because <coughs> that's what we're smoking. <coughs> so if you ignore the whole bottom section here and just look at this, just this top part, I was essentially trying to make something that kind of looked like a Sherlock up here. So in this area here, 
because when I was designing this piece, I was thinking about two people. I was thinking about my wife and I was thinking about my father because like they really like smoking flower bubblers. Um, and I was just thinking about like how they like to smoke, like their smoking ritual. And it's usually like chilling on the couch. You know, it's like a comfort thing. My dad really likes Sherlock's and dry pipes. So I try to like think about that with the mouthpiece and the aesthetic when you're like looking at it and smoking it. Um, if I were to like, when I make these to sell these, if I do, the mouthpieces will be just a little bit longer and stuff. And the bowl will be totally different than this one. This one's for another piece. The bowls for these would be more like aesthetically set for this piece. Um, but this is the bowl that I had made, so I just tossed it in there. So anyone that's concerned about like mouthpiece height or whatever. But when you smoke like a Sherlock, like there's definitely Sherlock's where the bowl pack is right there and the mouthpiece is there. You know, you just... That once it's lit, you could just keep shredding it, you know? But it's supposed to be like... I was trying to make something more for like my wife and my father that could be like something to chill on the couch. My dad has bad arthritis. So a piece like this would be really easy for him to hold on to. Um, these are all like kind of like the things I was thinking about while I was building it because I wanted to make something super like functional, like a daily driver, just comfortable in the hand. It was simple and it has to be simple. So it's something that I can like offer in quantity and I can't just make like two or three of them. I want to actually be able to offer flower pieces because I have a lot of people that follow me that don't smoke hash. They like, they just like follow me for the function, but they don't have any interest in really buying any glass because that's not how they smoke they smoke like flour or they don't smoke at all whatever but i want to you know get something out there for the flower smokers and make something just simple functional easy to clean um so that's the aesthetic with the mouthpiece and why the height and this kind of like simple shape was like something easy to hold on to something that had some you know that nostalgia kind of like a sherlock kind of feel into the top of that and then the percolator so it is a uh <clears throat> What's this? I think it's eight. Yeah, it's a 16 hole. Yeah, it's a 16 hole gridded disc in the bottom and then two eight hole or eight slit discs above it. So this is functioning on a similar mechanics as like this is just like my RBRs with the double diffuse perks and stuff. But all this is compressed because I wanted to compress all this to keep all that like diffusion and vertical energy, like that explosive energy that comes out of the perk. I want to keep it as low as possible. With a recycler, I stretch out these discs. I'll put one here, one here. Those discs help to get the water stacked so it overflows and does that nice RBR spinning function. But for this, I don't want it to stack and overflow. Like I have the mouthpiece nice and big so water can go into this and drain right back down. But the idea was to keep most of that energy low so it gave it room for vertical stacking and then to drop back down on itself. Because I wasn't trying to make a recycler. Um, I obviously, I could turn this into a recycler pretty simple. It would be RBR. But... I wanted to make something that was like a little more towards flower and simple and just like a very functional piece. Um, I absolutely love the way it hits, stacks really, really, really well. Um, it's just the first one, so I'm gonna make a few of these and then I'll offer a handful of these at the next Sunday sale along with honey jar recyclers and probably a couple of flower, recycling flower tubes as well. Um, like I said, last podcast, we are going to take a little bit longer stretch in between the Sunday sales to put something together. that's a little bit bigger with a little bit more variety and a few different things, but there will be accessory drops in between. So I did this flared foot as well, just because like there's a couple options here with a piece like this. You could do it a fully like straight tube and then you could like connect and like a section of glass and flare out a solid foot. But I wanted to do this like, um, more like beaker style but really squatted and for, this is the reason why it's so squatted is because the way these two discs are set right here i wanted them to be pretty much in the 38 millimeter like you know 
almost like factory shaped like cylindrical tubing. I didn't want these discs to be in the angled like beaker foot. I only want that big shower head down there so that when all that energy comes out of the shower head, there's enough volume of water in that beaker that the shower head doesn't get like bottomed out or run out of water. But then also too, the way these discs are set tight into this uh, can, they just immediately like diffuse the water again and make it stack harder. It's like little turbochargers for this bottom shower head. Um, <clears throat> so it's like triple diffused essentially. And um, I think it will be like a, a solid flower piece. Obviously got to do some tweaks and like mouthpiece height and stuff like that. But I want to make something that I can offer to flower smokers too. And like, Honestly, this thing looks great with a drop down on it too. Like, and this drop down is more for like a nail, but we smoke it with flour. But we could do like a, we could do really nice like flour, like dry ash catchers for these and stuff too. You know, there's options. But like I said, the mouthpiece will be a little higher in the next one, so it really won't really matter so much. And yeah, my wife was super stoked on the way it hits and everything. I'm stoked to send my dad one. <clears throat> I'm going to make his, obviously, with a longer mouthpiece and send him send him one. This is ours, though, so we get to sh shred this piece and enjoy it and just keep looking at things we want to tweak and change. But I just like how, like, simple it is, how it feels in your hand. It's just, like, really comfortable. And we're going to, like, sandblast these and engrave them with the Bear Mountain Studios logo badge in the front and stuff. So they'll be all set up. Man, I'm sorry I'm yawning, folks. I've been... um. I told my wife on Saturday that I was like, okay, it's time to slow down. And then Sunday, I kind of like, we did the Sunday sale. Thank you so much everybody who supported that. And then we took the rest of the day off and I just hung out with the kiddo and stuff and went to bed early. Woke up Monday and I was like, yeah, we're gonna keep taking it slow. Like I'm gonna keep working, but I'm gonna go to bed by midnight every night or 11 o'clock. I'm not gonna do this 4 a.m. shit anymore. But then, you know, and then Tuesday happened and I was up all night and then I was up all night Monday night too. So I can't help it. I took Sunday night off and then that was, that was, that was enough for me. I just, I feel like I got to keep, I got to keep going. I don't know what it is. It's just like something that I feel like I have to do. Like if I slow down, I get like this really bad anxiety. I'm like, oh my God, no, I got to keep crushing. Don't stop. And it's not even like a money thing or anything. I don't even know. I think it's just like fear of not being able to like help if people need more help, you know? If people hit me up for monies or things, I want to make sure that I can help. But yeah, shit's nuts. And this bubbler, ugh, this bubbler will bring it out of you too. Man, I never make bubblers, so this is like super fun. It's always like more focused on getting the water to move a certain way to recycle. And it's just a totally different dynamic when you're thinking about just water stacking and like how the perk's going to feel when the water's stacking. Like, is it going to feel bottomed out or is it going to feel like the water's really being churned in there and stacked? So I'm just keep smoking this thing, but I need to sip my smoothie real quick. Mm-hmm. Worked out this morning, so always like fucking extra hungry after I do that and it was like cardio day so lots of pushing sleds and battle rope stuff and I'm fat so that's really really tough on me you know uh, it's a struggle running from fighting obesity I can't even fucking talk right now I do not know what's happening it might be the flower I'm telling you you get a new piece and it just fucking hits you in some type of way that was always the funnest part back when I was buying a lot of glass when I was like 18 19 20 21 those ages going to different like smoke shops around the country, around my local area, finding cool new unique pieces, bringing them home and then smoking them. 
because you get a different experience, I swear, on every piece. And this thing's a hitter. I mean, it's getting me so stoned. And I think it's just because it's so simple and direct. Like, it's very... You know what it is? It's not super, super simple, but it is at the same time. It's But there... There is things I'm doing with my function that have taken years of like refining and knowing what to do and what not to do and knowing in my head what I'm trying to achieve as far as the way the hit feels. So um, as far as like if you're a skilled glass blower, this is definitely like fairly simple design. But if you're like not really trained in function, you know, because you can be a skilled glass blower but not be trained in function, you know, that might not make sense. But hey, if you're someone that doesn't smoke or you don't use a lot of different pieces or you're more just in it for a job and you go in and produce the work and then go home, you're trained in skill and all those things, but you might not be trained in function and functions a whole nother aspect of glass blowing. It's one thing to make something that looks really pretty shaped and looks really cool, but to make something where the water actually flows through it and flows through it in a way where you're not killing yourself or fucking exhausting your breath, trying to get the water to go through it. So there's a balance there between form and function. just simple and direct you know last night when I was building this piece I'm like keep it simple Evan because every time I'm like making a piece I start drawing more shit and getting crazier I'm like oh I can do this and do that and I'm like you got to think about the people buying it you got to think about what type of product you're trying to make and what gap you're trying to fill and that's what I had to keep reminding myself keep it simple like and then you know I ended up having this really cool like kind of Sherlock top with just like a really like nice simple flared bottom with one of my unique perks in there. Um, <clears throat> so, I don't know, the way it all came together, I'm really stoked on it. I'm excited to make more and kind of like refine it a little bit and then offer it to people in a price range that I think will be really, really affordable. It'll be less expensive than RBR um, and be for flour or, you know, or hash. I mean, dude, you can fucking throw a nail in here and slam dabs through these. It'd be awesome for dick and dabs, but I'm really trying to make something for the flower smokers that are just like, like how my dad and how my wife are. They just like, they want to like come home from working hard or come home from running all those errands and like just like grab their bubbler, just throw a little nug in there and just take a rip through it. Like simple shit. Like not this whole, all these steps and rituals to like heating the nail and the timer and then scooping out the hash or taking it out of the fridge and do all these fucking things and then cleaning the nail. Some people are just like really on the move and they just want a quick hit of flour and just having that bubbler set up in your office or out in the garage. You know, I speak being a parent, so that's where our shit's set up, out in the garage and stuff. Um, but wherever your smoking area is, it's like some people prefer the simplicity rather than doing all the dabbing and all the, you know, things that like, to me, taking a dab is super simple. Like it's, it's easy, but then like if someone isn't used to doing the whole thing and they've never seen it before or they have seen it and they're like, that just takes too much goddamn time for me. I just want to slam a nug in a bowl and take a rip real quick and keep crushing. You know, we all have different personalities. So I feel like um, I've been so busy on recyclers for the last eight years, making recyclers and refining things and now focusing on so really hardcore focusing on the refined bell recycler over the last three, four years. It's like, I haven't, given people that maybe don't even take dabs or smoke recyclers the opportunity to appreciate my work or function. So if I can offer something in the right price range for the right group of people that want that flower bub, then I think, um, I think it's going to, um, be a 
a big hit. Sorry, excuse me. Just enjoying ripping bowls though, you know? I'm getting, I'm getting stowed, but it's like, it's not like oil stowed where you like, after you take a few dabs, you're just kind of like, at least for me, like I'm, my brain's not working right. With flour, it's, it's so much more like body than cerebral for me. Like whereas hash is very cerebral, it affects like maybe like emotions or how I'm feeling or it affect, like even like a little like trippy. With flour, it's like this fucking heavy weighted blanket that's just like around me. And I'm just like, I'm just getting more and more comfortable and chilled out. It is the best. For years, I, I only smoked hash for like three years and like I didn't smoke any flour. And I f started not really enjoying weed. It was just like something I did. I was like, oh, it's just part of my, you know, whatever. I just do this now. And then when I started smoking flour again, after like my daughter got here, when like I had to take a break from the hash and tolerance stuff. So I started smoking flour a little bit here and there. And man, I fell back in love with weed so much more again. Cause I was like, there's something so special. Oh my God. Oh my God, guys. You know, it might be affecting the brain just a tiny bit. Cause I said special. There's something really special though about, um, I don't know, smoking flour. Maybe it's that combustion of like leaves and the added, you know, carcinogens that just get you feeling good. I'm not sure. Either way, I really enjoy it. And I like that like high school high feeling. Like me and my wife always talk about if we work out really hard and we're fasting and then we smoke like a big joint or rip a bowl, we'll get like that giggly like high school high when you were a kid and they used to smoke weed and be just so hungry and everything was funny. That's that's a great that's a great feeling. It's like a nice release, especially if you're like someone that's, you know, dealing with high stress or you're a parent or a business owner, any of these crazy things that we have to deal with as humans. It's nice to sometimes just feel like a stupid kid and laugh and, you know, just eat a bunch of junk food. Now, I wouldn't say do it all the time because it might be hard to find success if that's a pattern that's constantly happening. However, I would say it's healthy to just escape reality every now and again because Everybody needs a break. This shit's nuts, dude. It's like just everything about this, this place we're in, Earth, this existence, this shit's wild. We will talk about oil pipes to take dabs here soon, I promise. I'm just fucking smoking flour, hanging out with this bubbler because I just took it out of the kiln this morning. I like worked out in my trainer and then I was so excited to get back home and put water in this thing. That's why I need to keep prototyping and making different stuff because that's really healthy for me because I really love that excited feeling. Can't wait to get home, throw water in this new piece. I've never felt the way it hits. I want to I wanna feel the function. I want to see it. I want to feel the new stone I get, like high feeling I get from it. I don't know. It's, it's so weird, man. When I think of back to when I was like working just landscaping and then working in a head shop before I was ever a glass blower. I think this is what I do now, you know, and it's only been about eight, nine years. Man. Sometimes people like want to do something with their life or have a goal or they have a dream or something they think that they hope that they can achieve someday. And they look at it and they're like, oh man, it's going to take 10, 15 or 20 years to ever get there. As you get older, life just keeps going by quicker and like 10 years, I mean, it's like nothing, man. That's crazy. Like, and Invest the time into yourself, you know, fucking crush. Don't be scared to take on those risks, but don't take motivational or advice from someone that smokes weed all day on camera and, and dropped out of high school. I will say that first off, and that's who I am. So don't take that advice from me, but I'll say it's what I did, you know, fuck. 
Okay, I'm gonna smoke this one last bowl and then we'll get in some dabs and we'll talk about the comparisons between a 2021 and a 2015 14 millimeter. Um, bell recycler versus refined bell recycler. All right, I gotta finish this though, cause this is just, it's fun. I'm sorry, I'm joining this new, new. I wanna keep saying rig, it's a bubbler, it's a new bub. Could be a rig, gotta put a nail in it. I love this slide so much. I'm thinking the slides for these, I'm either gonna make a slide that's perfectly cylinder that matches the like diameter of the top, or I'm gonna have it match the diameter at the top and slightly flare out following the same kind of curvature of this bottom part here so that it matches the foot. So that when you put the bowl on there, the bowl kind of flares out with it and connects, it all looks like one piece. And then the mouthpiece will be a little taller as well. So, and then sandblasted. And um, I don't know the exact price, but like I said, they will be less than the clear RBRs. This will be like the most affordable piece on the Sunday sale, but again, You'll get the flower slide and the mood mat and all the whole deal. And you'll be able to fucking either smoke hash out of it or you can rip bowls through it. Be your call. This will be a fun way for people that support the podcast too. To like, because there's definitely people that follow this podcast that do not take dabs. And um, they want a piece to smoke while they're watching the podcast, hanging out in session. So got to get them that bare mountain. And I think this is going to be a great option for some people and then i want to make a smaller version of this that's like shorter um that's also like 14 mil or maybe 18 on both someday i have to find the right 18 mil fittings and what how i'm going to do it but right now they're going to be 14 but i do want to make a smaller one that'll be even more affordable but it's just like i'll actually i'll probably make them before the sunday sale and like maybe have a couple of even those ones on there too maybe we'll have a couple pieces on there in the like two three hundred dollar range um but yeah I just want more people to be able to get the glass. And I know that most people are like, dude, there's people with plenty of money to buy the glass that can't even get the glass. They miss every Sunday sale and you're trying to make more affordable glass so more people can try to get in there and buy glass. What are you doing? And it's like, maybe I'm like in this like weird place where I don't really recognize how many people are trying to get the glass. And I'm feeling that I need to make sure that I offer something that more people can come join the party that's in their price range so they can be part of the crew. You know, I want things to be, even if they're not available, if they sell out quick, at least someone knows like, oh, that's 300 bucks. Like I could afford that when the time is right. Like I got this, like, but if something's like a thousand bucks or 1500 bucks or $4,000, whatever, like there's just a lot smaller group of collectors that can afford those type of luxury pieces. And I not, I don't want people to be excluded from being part of what I'm trying to grow here and what I'm also the function I'm trying to offer. So I do have to find a balance though. I'm like someone that is like, I like promote constantly and work super hard to connect with people to gain like uh, new collectors or followers or whatever. And, but I don't have anything to sell them. So it's like very weird. It's like, what are you doing? You're like advertising something you don't have for sale. Cause well, it's for sale, but it's like drops on Sunday sales. And currently the, the drops seem to be selling out quickly currently, but that's, I don't think any of that shit's forever. I know that Right now, I'm, I'm blessed and lucky to have so many people that believe in me and support, but I know that that's why I try to tell people to get really mad and discouraged. I'm like, eventually, these won't be selling out like this, and then they can get a piece. But then I'm like, well, you even want one by then. <laughs> Who knows? Really like how that bubbles and functions. They make some fucking weird noises. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> Oh, 
That one got my nose. Holy shit. Okay, what flower am I smoking? I'm sure I should have talked about that a while ago. So I have a couple different strains here today. I have this really, really good chem cross. It's a, uh, it's called Brain Freeze times Chem D. It's just super gassy and chem. And then I have this Delato. And um, I'm sure we'll have some like, close-ups at the end of this, like during like the end of the podcast where you guys will be able to see these. But absolutely beautiful flower. This chem, though, that we're smoking through the bowl, it's just super gassy. Um, really, really strong. And the Delato has a really, like, kind of, like, chocolate. It's very chocolate-flavored. Where it's... I mean, it's noticeable too, especially if you're drinking a good coffee, certain flavors in cannabis will even be like more highlighted with the right types of like things paired with it. So certain coffees and espressos, I mean, and with certain strains like that Delato with like this one coffee we have in there from counterculture together, I feel like I'm drinking like, have you guys ever had flourless chocolate cake? So I used to make flourless chocolate cake when I did culinary shit. It's basically just like, instead of like using like flour and stuff, you're like whipping eggs and stuff like that and like folding them and creating a batter that's like this really like fluffy light batter, but the chocolate flavor is so intense in a flourless chocolate cake because there isn't like all this flour and shit getting in the way. You just like, it's like this chocolate that just melts in your mouth because of the way it's made. And literally, like, Delato with the right coffee is, like, when you take a hit of it, it's like, whoa, I got, like, fucking chocolate cake melting in my mouth. And um, it's all subjective, though. I have some people that come smoke weed with me and, like, yeah, it tastes like weed. And I'm like, oh, what's that one taste like? Weed. Yeah, cool. Like, I'm like, yeah, but you don't taste the tangerine? Nope, just tastes weed, dude. Like, okay. So we all have a different... uh flavor palette even with like alcohols and stuff too you could take me into drinking wine with people and like maybe i'm not super educated on it and all i taste is like bitter fucking grapes that are giving me acid reflux you know what i mean who knows you know it's it's all everything's subjective it's like how much do you want to believe and love something that's as much as you're going to get out of it right okay i think i have one more hit in here and then we'll get into the into the uh recyclers and talk about the 14 mils What a fun piece. It's like, it's, the noises it makes, it's like sloshing and bloop bloop. It's weird. Ooh, that tastes like it's been smoked some weed through it. It's not a lot of water, so it's going to get tasty real quick. Let's probably just move this. Actually, we'll put this up front. We'll move these guys down here. And we can talk about how much has changed on the 14 millimeter RBRs over the years. Just gonna move a couple things here. Okay. And a quick sip of smoothie because I feel like I'm gonna die. God, when your beard is long and you're trying to find liquid with your face or drink something, whatever you want to call it. Um, it gets in everything. Like I get so much shit in my fucking mustache and beard. Like I need to have it cut again. I do not cut this shit myself. When I cut it, everything gets crooked and I just look like I don't know how to take care of myself. So 
I pay a barber, but my barber's out of town every month for like a week. So it's like, there's always like a period every month where I like the hair gets extra long and thick. All right. Wow. It's almost surreal to see these colors. So <clears throat> I just recently got this one, this 2015 bell recycler. A friend of mine, Pop D, has a gallery that he sells work out of, and he came across this piece, and he bought it and then put it up for sale. As soon as I saw him post it, I was like, hey, I want that. And I was like, how much? He's like, oh, he's like, if you're down, he's like, would you trade me another RBR for it? And I was like, yeah, dude, of course. So I made him a new 2021 in Aqua Azul, and we used to just call the color Honey, but it was um, <clears throat> Triple Passion. So or purple luster depended what was in stock um you know it's like they're similar colors though and this one's made with glass alchemy mint this one's made with um aqua Azul. i wanted to do this mint so that they were both like the exact same shade but i didn't have enough mint i looked through all my frit and i was like fuck i'm like out um, but i had a brand new thing aqua Azul, so that's what we did um but it's really cool to see these pieces next to each other though just because there's so much like history for me and just to see a lathe made one like and how far they've come it's just incredible but yeah so I hit up Pop D and I asked him if I could scoop it then we ended up doing a trade and uh I'm stoked I did it that way I could also do the podcast side by side but I wanted this piece in my collection because I don't have any of these and this colorway is really really like nostalgic Bear Mountain Studios when I first started blowing glass and coming out with my Bear Mountain Studio stuff, like these were the colors that were catching people's eyes were the way I was combining like these different colors and neutral tones with bright and making like very like fall or like almost like Southwest kind of colors, but just using color differently. And it wasn't because I was creative or anything. It was literally because it's the only color I knew how to use. I, I could figure out how to use frit and clear tubing. I was like, okay, that makes sense. I didn't know how to use like colored rod yet. I was like, how do people fucking turn rod into tubing? How does this even work? So I just fucking put frit in there, melt it in really good and then shape out my pieces. <clears throat> but people still saw some and really liked the colors. And I was like, I was super grateful because I was so like, fuck, I wish I could use like all these crazy colors. I see the big dogs using, I just don't know how to fucking do it. Um, I have eventually learned now I know how to do it. But back when I was making these, I didn't. And uh, this, I made this in my house up in Aurora when I first moved here to Colorado, but this is 2015, so it was probably right before, or is this a 2014? This could be a 2014 even. This is either 2014 or 2015. Either way, the height of the mal joint, I can tell it's one of those two years, but the cleanliness on this thing, I'm like, this has got to be a 2015. Um, because I learned a lot in 2014 when I had first moved to Denver. I met a lot of people. They taught me a lot of things. So then once I was in Colorado for about a year, my glass skills had jumped up big time just from the amount of people I was interacting with and just learning from and stuff. Man, the domes. You guys remember these? These male joints and domes. So wild. I used to make my domes, though, where it had a 14 mil joint on the top of it. So basically, you can just use it as a converter. But they look ridiculous when you put, like, a nail or something on the top of them. This one doesn't look like it was one of the converter ones, though. This one's probably older. Yeah, we used to do all these, like, little uh, bake-on 
decal stuff too, like the the mandala leaf on the back and like <clears throat> the joint on the front has like the bear head on it. You probably won't be able to see it super good, maybe you will. And then like the text on the side. We used to just like do all this different stuff. Even the text on the dome it says Bear Mountain Studios on the dome. Everything was like labeled and stuff and I literally was at a trade show and I had someone really big in the community walk up to me and go, I really like your work. However, I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy any of it because I don't like bake on decals. I think bake on decals like, like ruin the work. I'm like, okay. I'm like, cool. I'm like, cause I don't know shit. Like literally, like I, I grew up in a little farm town. I'm a landscaper. Like I'm, I don't even blow glass for six months. I'm like, I, I don't know. So I appreciated everyone's input. I was like, thank you. It's good to know. And I kept adjusting and changing things and trying to make it so that it, you know, even if you didn't like bacons, they're at least placed in a way that were, you know, aesthetically pleasing and stuff like that. So, man, so much I learned, though. I look at this piece now, even the, the intake, like I put the intake really low into the funnel right here. Like and now the newer ones, you look, the intakes right at the top of the funnel. Like this is, you know, when I was had you know, started learning. I mean, I've been making recyclers for a while, but we were all learning recyclers together. Like at that time, I felt like there was a couple of trailblazers that had already been doing it, like Sovereignty. And I think Eric Anders had been already killing it forever. And who else? Um, there's definitely people, Ham, absolutely Ham had been killing it already on him. And I think Quave probably too. But, and there's probably a lot of people I'm missing, but it was a very small group of trailblazers that really were like, you know, doing the early recyclers and understood how to move the water and why. And it took me like, you know, just keep making pieces, adjusting them, trying different things. And finally it's just gotten so refined to the point where we are now here in 2021. And I think it's going to keep getting better too, because I'm learning every day. This is not the end. This is just the beginning. I feel like I've only been doing this a little over eight years. This is gotta just be the beginning when i talk to other big glass floors like yeah year eight i was still crushing like proto spoons and doing this and i'm talking people from an older time not nowadays like people that started in the last four years could possibly even have already had their first show and done collabs with the biggest glass floors in the world like that wasn't the story like you know 10 years ago <clears throat> so when i talk to people that have been doing this for 20 plus years or 15 20 years whatever like they tell me stories of even at year like five, six, seven, you know, crushing out proto orders of spoons for shops and doing what they had to do. Like some of the biggest people you look up to are doing that. So to me, I'm like, I'm grateful I'm even selling glass. And I'm also know to like be patient and take my time, but don't use that as an excuse to not push myself. Cause long term, like I think I'm in a good spot. I'm learning so much. I'm investing into myself and buying more tools and material and just you know, at the same time, simultaneously raising, raising a kiddo. It's crazy. All right. Well, that was a lot about the original ones, but let's talk about actual mechanics and them. So in the original uh, 14 millimeter R, uh, bell recyclers, I keep wanting to say RBR. In the original 14 millimeter bell recyclers, there was a 12 hole gridded showerhead perk. And it was about a 16 mil showerhead, so smaller shower, everything was smaller. Essentially, these are like the size of my micros now. Um, and this is why like the prices have changed a little bit, but not a ton. Like the prices really haven't changed a ton. I mean, these, like these comparatively have gotten like the price on these has gone up. 
from 2014, 2015 to now, I would say it's gone up about $300, maybe 350. But that's in like a six year period. And you can truly see the difference. These also come with the bubble cap and everything, which, you know, like people actually use the cap. Like, I don't know if anyone ever really used the tomes. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's a different thing. Um, but it's like a good way to kind of like see like what's changed over the years and stuff as far as like aesthetics, shape, size, a bunch of different things. Whereas the new 2021s, the perk they have in them is a, uh, it's a 16, no, what is it? Jesus Christ. I gotta do math in my head right now. Eight cuts, three times eight, 24. Okay. 24 hole gridded shower head as opposed to 12. So it's double, um, which you definitely feel the difference and the sound, everything's different on these. So let's actually pull on this little guy and here's some of the, the sounds it makes. So these are choppers back in the day, especially because the low intake on the drain makes it chop water hard. And then we put on, let's pull up this 2021 20, now. I can, I know you guys can hear it too, but I can feel how different that hit is. And I'm so, I like love this piece and it shreds, but I can truly feel how much I've learned over the years about function. Here's the 2015, 2014. I'm not sure really what year it is. It's somewhere in there. And then here's the 2021. God, even the way when it starts up, when you first pull on it, like it has this like, bro, the only way I can explain it is like, my old four cylinder Ford Escape that I've driven forever. Driving that as opposed to when I get in like my wife's like car back in the day when I first got in her, like she got like a, after her, her Jetta got totaled, she got an A4. And I was, remember I was like driving my Escape and then like I got in her A4 and I hit the gas and I felt like a turbocharged car felt like for the first time. And I was like, what the fuck? It was like, just like that, like, that feel of like instant response, at least back then, that's what it felt like. It was, and this is like what the 2021s feel like to me, man. They just, the refinement and like literally the function and like the engine in these things, like it shreds. So the original Bell Recycler, this is the BR, okay? Bell Recycler. And then here's the refined Bell Recycler or RBR. When everyone sees that I post RBR, they assume that I refined someone else's design if they haven't been following me that long. They go, oh, he just refined the Bell Recycler. Like, other people refined the Klein Recycler. I refined my own design because I saw potential there and I wanted to step back and go back to my original work. Because for years, I was making very, very technical large pieces that were more for, like, doing shows gallery stuff like that and then I was doing like small drops with like um, a few online retailers and a handful of head shops and I stayed busy and it was a great way to learn and you know make a living and make money to invest to learn more glass but I wanted to go back and refine the design and I did that back in 2016 late 2016 early 2017 and then I did a year of direct sales on, Bell, on refined Bell Recyclers because no shops wanted them. 
I even brought him to my favorite uh, smoke shop that had been supporting me for years. I brought him 10 of them. I was like, you don't even have to pay me for these. Will you just put them on the shelves? And like, I think these will sell. And they didn't want them. And I was like, okay, sweet. It was like really, really depressing. Cause I was like, damn, no one wants my fucking shit anymore. This sucks. And then I just started promoting these myself and selling them direct. And then in 2018, I was like, let's bring them to a trade show and see if shops want them now. And we did. And the response was huge and we're super grateful. And I'll never forget that amazing, amazing event at um, American Glass Expo just changed our lives forever. And we did shop orders from 20, um, January, 2018 to, um, August, I think it was August or September of 2020, right around September, August of 2020. Like we had to step back cause we had a bunch of fucking honestly like personal stuff happening and we were like either we need to take a loan out or we got to do some crazy shit or we're gonna like our family's gonna be in a tough spot not just like my wife and my kiddo but like our family like grandparents my parents like you know family people that are in trouble you don't want to see the people you love suffer and then we started doing oh we there was also a lot of issues i mean i'm being very vague about everything but there was a lot of issues with stores and stuff like stores charging customers more than they were supposed to or like just like the way they were talking to customers and the customers were like well if evan chose to do his drop here he must align with the way these people do business so if they talked to me this way this must be how evan talks to people so basically i was having people represent my work in a way where there was a lot of like um arrogancy and stuff involved and even nowadays people probably think i'm arrogant because i don't see every dm or get back to everyone through there but if you email us we'll get back to you um i do the best i can however people assume what they want and you have no control over that but we had some like issues with shops this does like i said last episode i want to get back to doing some shop drops though like i think once hopefully i'm hoping by the end of this year my family is in a place where everyone can just take a breath and life can be boring again for a little bit i hope i can get everyone in a good place and we can just step back like let's just fucking chill and enjoy being together and not so stressed about all these other things you know but yeah i want to get back to shop orders eventually someday i'd love to do more shows like i get offers for doing shows almost every day if stores or galleries or someone contact me to do some sort of event or show and I can't I literally can't do anything right now but I eventually want to get back to all that so that I can have some normalcy as far as being a glass blower and what I always loved about this industry was going to shows talking to people and just you know making memories and just having a fucking good time really and I think I'm going to get back there I think I just got to be fucking tough and make it through this these current challenges but I'm really proud of myself to see how much these have changed. I I don't have like this, like I have um, a 2014 Bell Recycler in there, but it's like Dicro and stuff. It's like a personal one. I wanted one in this colorway because this is like super nostalgic Bear Mountain Studios colorway. Um, oh wait, I should take a dab or something. Nah, I don't even have my fucking shit. I can just smoke more flour, fuck it. Also, too, I mean, the size of these things, how much they fucking change, guys. This is, like, pretty insane, like, the size difference here. It's nuts.
when I look at these two, I'm just like, when I'm, I just remember times when I was making these and just feeling like so discouraged and like I didn't quit on them and like to see where they've gotten to now and what this little design has helped my family and the people who work with me achieve is just, you know, even if it all stops tomorrow, we'll all be just so grateful for the opportunity we did get to have for a while because it's just, it's incredible. <coughs> okay. Let's smoke a little more flour through this thing while we talk talk glass and shit. Where's my bowl? Uh, hope you guys are having a great day, though. We do have a big Sunday sale coming up, but the date has not been announced. I'm thinking it's going to be either the 23rd of August or maybe the 30th. Oh, wait, is that a Friday or a Monday? See, I have to look at the calendar. I know we're going to try and do it the last like week of August, though. Um, it's my... Also, two of my parents are coming in town. It's my kiddo's birthday. That's why I'm taking it a little slower, too. So it's a bunch of things. Give me more time to produce some other stuff besides just my RBRs, but we're still going to do our big, normal RBR drop. But we'll also have honey jar recyclers, flower bubblers, a couple recycling flower tubes in clear. I'm going to do all the flower stuff in clear to keep it as affordable as possible and to see all the function. I'll eventually do stuff with some color in it, but I think for now we should just stick with the clear. That way people can test the designs, and if someone's not happy with something or if they have input, hey, bro, you should change this. I, I found it, I, you know, whatever, because these are going to be early designs that I'm going to prototype, dial them in as much as I can before I offer them, but it's um, still one of those things where I'm going to do them in clear so that we can just uh, have more options as far as, like, people being able to scoop them and stuff, keep the price range a little lower and bunch of shit god damn i just been smoking flour this morning i really do want to dab though hmm you know here's the thing i don't have a converter right here okay one second mm. let's see oh you see it? oh i just found it whoa look at that that was incredible Oh, sorry, bro. I need you for your drink. My bad. This guy over here. We got a converter. We are set. Thank you. All right. Perfect. We can take a dab on this one. It's going to my homie. No, let's clean it because I'm sure he's going to fucking smoke it too before he sells it. Smoke some more flour at the end. We gotta take at least one dab, right? This fucking nail is dirty on the joint. I see the fucking dog hair sticking to it. So yeah, like in my head I wanna slow down, but the way I feel, I feel like I can't slow down. I don't know if you guys have ever experienced anything like that. Oh shit. Bro, now we need butane. I know where it is, but I see it. It's right here. I like that blue light I picked today, dude. I don't know if you've ever done the blue. Switching it up today. Are you okay, guy? Ow, what? You stink. Oh, how'd that feel in your ears? For the audio listeners, that's gonna be great. You're not gonna know what's going on there. But that was my dog, I'll explain it. He was next to me, shaking his ears. And then he whacked him on the table. He shook his head because his head is the perfect height where his ears and shit hit the table. 
And I do have a drop down for this little guy, so I think we could take a dab on the 14. But you know, we know what we should do. We should smoke the, um, how much time do we got, Aja? Where are we at? 45? Sweet. Okay, we should smoke the 2014, 2015 original biorecycler first, and then we should smoke the 2021. That's actually how we should do this. Because we just like talked about them, but we didn't like smoke them. Does it spit on there? Holy shit, it does. Okay. Get out of there. This is kind of fucking a cool setup. The way the nail is like offset, like that's pretty cool. Well, my glasses are up. You can see how fucking tired stone I am. You guys saw it for a minute. You saw into my soul. My tired high. Oh my god! Come on, work. It will work. I believe. Do you guys believe? If we all believe together, no, it's gonna work. This is a seven-year-old blazer, and it it's gonna work. That's I just say this till it works. It's true insanity. This is this is literally my life. This is me blowing glass. This is me with everything. I'm just over there. It'll work. <laughs> It'll happen. We do have a lighter, so we can make it work. But I wanted to believe in that little starter that's like seven years old that it would still start the fucking torch. Sweet. Took a dab by this little guy. Oh, I can't stop yawning. That sucks. I'm sorry, guys. I've been really not taking it slower like I thought I was. I've been taking pictures of myself before I go to bed, like, and my, just my face, though, like, what I look like at night, and I might make, like, some sort of, like, video reel just showing my fucking face at, like, how tired it looks, but I'm like, I don't know if this is a good post or if this is just, like, a cry for help, so I've, I haven't really done it yet, but I have, I have the content. It's also a great way to maybe, like, show a doctor, but, like, this is what happens when someone doesn't sleep and what their face looks like. I think one one side of my face is like drooping, or it's got like I got a crooked smile, and I think it's from holding a blow hose in my mouth for the last eight years. It's it's actually why my my doctor told me my jaw cracks. It's got a really bad crack and pop, and he said it's because I've been holding that thing in my mouth for so many years in the same spot that my jaw is all crooked now. But I actually feel like I physically see it in my eyes. They're like one like my face is like crooked or some shit. I don't know. I could have smoked too much that night when I was looking at my face too hard. You guys ever look at your face too hard? Oh, there's hair all over that. That's not good. Oh, I want to start that time, huh? When I say it's gonna, I didn't even care, and that starts. Maybe that's how life is. When you're not paying attention to it and believing in it, it'll just do it. Just gotta leave it alone. Sweet. Okay, we got some 710 labs here. Same stuff I was smoking last week. I've not been dabbing a lot, so I kind of keep it in the fridge and just, been just I've been mostly just smoking on the podcast, chilling with you guys and stuff because <clears throat> I've been working so much that it's actually difficult for me to be dabbing. I, I can pretty much only smoke flour right now with how tired I am. When I take dabs, like after I do this podcast, I'm gonna have to go like eat and probably like fucking lay down for a minute. Like my my body's tired as shit, so when you take the dabs, it just comes to the exhaustion. It's like, oh yeah, you probably should lay down, bro. Oh, dab right. But a quick 20 minute nap usually does it. Just gotta fucking go cook 
breakfast or lunch or whatever the fuck it is. Cause I cook most of the most of the food. Cause eat a lot of protein lately and stuff just because of working out and shit. And my wife doesn't really like cooking um, meat or fish or anything like that. You know, she's really good with other cooking stuff, but she doesn't like cooking the meats. Oh my god, hitting the mic like crazy. Oh, this thing is so tiny. I'm gonna pick this fucking thing up. My back's way too sore to get that low right now. small pieces they very direct um very direct with all the smoke i understand now why i, I increased the size <laughs> the volume of water because there's a, there's a lot of smoke <coughs> holy fuck <sighs> right into the mic there's something different about hash. Damn, I think I took that hot. Oh, fuck yeah, I did. That's the problem. There's a problem. I took it hot. Ugh. Now I can taste it. You know, you just take a hot dab. And then you get that, that hot dab taste. Just reminds you, at least for me, it reminds me of my earlier smoking hash in the woods at Sterling Stage in upstate New York. Oh, all the hash tasted like that. Because everything was hot. And everything was gross and dirty. Wow. Well, now that was, you know, it's so much stronger when you take it a little warm. I don't care who you are. That shit. Oh, my God. That's really something. That is really something. This had to be glasses down. My eyes have been closed this whole time. Like, if, if it wasn't, you guys would just be like, is he sleeping? There's a fun little drop down on there, though. How compact it all is. Sweet little piece. Wow, but holy cow. Very direct. <clears throat> Excited to have this back in the collection. I'm going to put that up on the shelf. I'm going to start accumulating some of the older work and basically trading people for certain pieces. Like, oh, you want that? It's like you buy an old car and someone's like, hey, you want a brand new one? Just trade you for that old one. That's when I start doing it. <coughs> so I can get some of this lineage back into my studio. Okay, well, I got to take a dab on the 14 mil on the new 2021. Oh, but fuck, dude. I'm like, so sore. I'm so stowed. I'm so tired. But you know what? I feel great. Feel great. Because the torch is working. So everything's perfect. Can't believe how much frit glass I used to make. This was so fun working with this color application again and taking it to the lathe. It's uh it was like going back to like it was like going back in time for me and then like but using like future technology. 
So like I went back down this old path, but I had my lathe and all the skill I have now, and it was just like really enjoyable. It was really fun. And I'll probably do some more of these like throwback colorways. I think I have to. For some of those OG Bear Mountain Studios collectors that like, they want to get that original colorway they had, but they want it in that new 2021 or 2022 RBR or Honey Jar Recycler. It's time to start bringing back some of the older colors for sure. And I'm really stoked. We're going to start offering 14 millimeter double diffused again in full color and not just like regular colors. I'm talking like our really interesting fades and unique color blends here at Bear Mountain Studios. We're now going to be offering those again. The next Sunday sale, we'll finally start having uh, 14 millimeter fully colored double diffused and all the crazy like faded out blended colors. It is taking a minute. Like it takes a while to figure out logistically how to do certain things because <clears throat> When you get a new fully colored double diffused, you're going to be like, holy fuck, this thing's heavy. It's like a lot of glass. And to prep out large, beautiful, faded out sections that, you know, are smooth and proper, like, it's challenging. But <clears throat> I think we figured it out. Well, at least I know we have. I know we have. And I'm really excited to start offering those again because those are, like, people's really, like, all-time favorites. Probably the 14 millimeter double diffused. For people wow so fucking stoned this is a 14 millimeter standard though this is not a double diffused these are literally the same fucking pieces just from different years it's crazy it's crazy how much has changed it's like you're looking at like <clears throat> an, an a4 from 2015 then like an a4 from 2021 like they're the same model vehicle. Like these are the same cars. They're just so much has changed over the last five, six years. I've learned a ton. Just things of, I don't know. I, I don't think my buddy's going to have a hard time selling this either. This piece will probably be for sale on his gallery page. I think this is like my second time I've heated this up, but I still see it like burning off a little bit. So I just want to clean it up one more time before I take a dab. I'm gonna take this one a little bit lower time so I can actually fucking enjoy this nice hash. I always take the first one, I swear, every episode, the first dab's always not great for me. It's always way too big or way too hot, or both. Yeah, and then we'll close out the episode on these RBR comparison, just kind of talking about them. <clears throat> and talked about the bubbler for a bit, but a pretty heavy glass episode. Got a little, couple little ranty life things in between there, but mostly glass. I'm pretty proud of that. Because it's fucking been, you know, it's it's sometimes hard to focus and talk about one thing when there's so much on your mind. And um, the fam is just dealing with some wild stuff. So it's, I think one of these episodes, once I get the go ahead, I'll probably be like straight up and tell everyone exactly what happened and what's going on. Um, but for now, like, <clears throat> I don't think anyone wants me talking about, oh, what am I doing? Dude, I'm so high. I'm like going to smoke weed and I'm about to take a dab. Like, this is not good. Like I'm, it's going to be a mess once I turn this camera off. Once Aja turns the camera off. This is what I was looking for is the fucking dab, right? It's a real fucking mess today. It's okay though. I'm still proud of myself. Fucking crushing. And I'm enjoying my life still, and I'm working hard as fuck, and I'm happy about it. So there's nothing really more you can ask for.
I literally feel like, like, I've, I like essentially like, whatever definition of success you have, my definition of success, is. It's like only like if like people say like write down what you want out of life, and it's like, pretty much, did it. Like, you know the the normal things that I wanted just have a family and people to take care of, a business, some sort of craft I can be proud of, like have a home, <clears throat> you know? Then after that, it's just like toys and things, but those aren't really that important. So it's just whatever. So if, I don't know, trying to just appreciate where I'm at and also kill the time while we wait for this fucking now to cool down. We did it. This looks like a perfect temp though right now, honestly. I'm so stoned. This is a real mess. days where I continually remind myself that everything is fine you're just really stoned and I can tell that's what's gonna happen today because that last dab was really good tasty but didn't need it didn't need it <coughs> wow the 14 mil though man you can just pull so hard on those the new ones and just the feel of it it's a real table piece now and sturdy and I don't know, man. Who else thinks an RBR looks like a high heel shoe? It's got some feminine qualities to it with some masculine lines. Perfect blend of male and female. I don't know what I'm talking about. I did too much today. It happened. Hope you guys have a great day. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter at bmsglass.com. And um, is there anything else? Don't think so. <laughs> have a great day, everybody. This is the What's For Everybody podcast, episode 68. I don't have a joint, so I'm just going to smile. <laughs>